Hi there, are you fed up with your wine belly? Embarrassed about your booze boobs? Sick of waking up with a hangover? And tired of never reaching your potential? Welcome to Sober Sassy Life, the podcast for women who are looking for more out of life than the evening rendezvous with the Chardonnay. Let's banish the wine witch for good. Here's your host, Jackie Elliott. Hi everybody and welcome to today's podcast and I want to talk about turning the other cheek. As I near a fairly significant milestone in this journey or transformation, which is two years without a drink, I do find myself doing this before and after kind of comparison. Not so much how life has changed but how I react to it and I guess the universe must have been listening in on my thoughts because a video popped up in my timeline yesterday on Facebook and I was struck by a particular quote which went something like this. Life is 10% what you make it and 90% how you react to it. So I would take issue with the percentages. I mean, I think it's more like 50-50, but I do agree that the choice of how we, we react to certain situations can have ripple effects that go on and on. One of the difficulties that I found once I had quit drinking uh, was a tendency to second guess myself a lot and I still do it. I mean and I, I think that's the byproduct of having quite a lot of shame around the fact that firstly I did drink a lot and behaved poorly as a result. Yeah, I was I caused drama or I fueled drama. I was rude, rude and hurtful and inconsiderate. Uh, and only lucky really that um, my behavior didn't deteriorate even even more than that. And I've had two years to reflect on that and change, I hope, obviously. And another difficulty that I've had, and I've talked and written about this a lot, is the ability to set boundaries and be firm about them even when this does cause some fallout. So reconciling these two difficulties and sometimes, you know, kind of opposing issues causes me some internal conflict. And I don't think that I'm, I'm alone. I've discovered from emails that I get that firstly facing the turmoil and chaos that we've caused in the past really hard and all the guilt that goes with us and then of course having confidence in the choices that we make uh, all the time without constantly second guessing ourselves and you know evaluating everything that we say or do it is you know it's really uh, impactful uh, I think throughout the journey and how we evolve. So, I mean, when do we turn the other cheek? When do we let things go? And when do we stand firm on our boundaries? And how do we restore this sort of sense of worthiness that has taken quite a bit of a beating? So let's talk about turning the other cheek. So, I mean, this phrase comes from the Bible, of course. Jesus recommended this approach a lot. And those of you who are better informed about the Bible can let me know what the book and verse is but as I recall even when Jesus was turning the other cheek he also overturned the tables of the money lenders so you know clearly either Jesus had his issues with this or he had a line over which you know he 
he didn't allow people to cross. So I've had the opportunity this weekend to take the high road. And it was a situation that just over two years ago would have played out much differently. Um, before I would have let my intense irritation get the better of me, I would have doused my self-righteous indignation with booze and bam, I would have hurled a hand grenade of vitriol into the mix and this would have doubt, undoubtedly set everything on fire, led to chaos and amid the hangover which I would feel the following day, I would have either had to try and rationalise you know, the irrational or basically wallow in my humiliation. So it was really nice to wake up today and not have to, to do that. I basically just walked away. I didn't say anything. And what happened was that the situation ended right there. Well, at least for me, it ended right there because another lesson that I've learned is that there can only be a fight if you know there are two sides participating. So that felt really good. So how do you set boundaries and why? are they important and does this mean that you know you are not turning the other cheek if you stand firm on a boundary so i think boundaries are really important to our sobriety in fact i think they are essential and our feelings of self-worth because lots of us who drink or used to drink in a dysfunctional way also have low self-esteem not always of course but it is quite common and with a lack of respect it's also common to find that we don't uh, set good boundaries in our life, or if we do, we regularly allow people to trample all over them. So what is it that I mean by boundaries? So some examples would be, first of all, not valuing your time or your resources and being unable to say no for requests for your time or for your, your resources. Or basically just allowing people to take your time when you really prefer to be doing something else or you already have plans. Allowing people to take advantage. So doesn't that just make you a nice unselfish person? And to agree, to a degree, yes. I mean, putting yourself out for somebody else is of course not a bad thing. But if you are constantly saying yes, when you really want to say no, then that inevitably leads to resentment. And if you do then say something, or in my case, blow my top, then this leads to unnecessary conflict. So really saying no is not only okay, it's honest and it's necessary because your time is valuable, your efforts are worthy and your feelings are worthy too. Another way of um, allowing people to erode your boundaries is allowing people to gaslight you. So gaslighting is a form of manipulation designed to make the recipient second-guess reality. So it can really take the form of um, somebody playing the victim, uh, sometimes when, you know, when you've set a boundary. Uh, and sometimes it can be more, way more subtle than that, being provoked, for example. And then you know, when somebody's called on it, they are uh, innocently denying it or just telling you that you're, you're silly or you imagined it or calling you hysterical or something like that. So that the result is that uh, you, you're kind of always 
um, analyzing your judgment. And if you are, if you already feel that you're somehow on the back foot and you are somehow not enough, then this can be really, really hard to deal with. So here's my approach. Basically, take a bow. You've, you know, you've changed your behavior. If you've quit drinking, then that's a big, big deal. And you've done something which lots of people don't do. You've recognized that something's unhealthy, that it's negatively impacting your life. And you have taken the time and the trouble and the hard path of changing something. And that makes you a courageous person. Not everybody does that. So you are worthy. You are enough. You really are, always. Secondly, turning the other cheek can actually mean setting healthy boundaries. Refusing to interact with people who are not respectful of you is not only fine, it's essential. You deserve respect, always. You're a human being, uh, regardless of what you may have done in in the past and allowing people to be constantly disrespectful or constantly undermining you is not only unhealthy for you it's also unhealthy for them and enabling people is just is not healthy for you or your sobriety or for them either saying no comes as a shock up at first to a lot of people but people adjust and actually the outcomes can be surprisingly positive The best way to deal with people who are gaslighting or trying to guilt you is to really not interact, if at all possible. And if it's somebody close to you, then obviously this could be really bad. And if you you feel confused around somebody's behaviour, or if you feel that you're constantly trying to please someone who just won't be pleased, if you constantly, you know, feel that... um, somebody else is directing the way that you should feel or you should behave then you may need a little bit of counseling with that so get some professional help if you need to and lastly i heard a really good piece of advice today feelings are transitory and we drinkers or ex-drinkers are not good at feelings we get a bit panicky that we are going to feel the same way all of the time that it's never ever going to change so we have attempted to numb that with booze or maybe by rocky road ice cream or by retail therapy whatever it is to just avoid that feeling well and then again another big lesson that I've learned and I continue to learn and I realized today when somebody commented on that feelings do change and they do pass So feel them, acknowledge them, and let them go. So thanks for listening today, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye for now.